0: To love yourself enough to take the leap, and if you want to run your own retreat, go run your own retreat. If you want to start a med spa, go start a med spa. If you want to go try and get your dream job, go do that. If you want to go travel the world, like love yourself enough to do that and let yourself blossom into a passionate, just life-loving individual. I guarantee you, the finances, the relationships, everything about life will fall in place. And I'm not saying that. It's going to be easy. I'm not saying that it's going to happen right away, um, but I will say that you'll be alive in that. It's just like that the the heartbeat on the monitor. If it's going up and down, you're alive. If it's flatlined, you're dead. So don't be afraid. I believe that
1: love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love in our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being. We are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is a new, but already really great friend of mine. We instantly connected as we're both heart-centered males doing what we can to create a more loving and kind world. Mikey Sheridan is the founder of Ace High Coaching, a company that offers business consulting, life coaching, and Mikey's absolute favorite, unique, and transformative live events. Their five pillars are mental and physical capacity, spirituality, relationships, financial literacy, and consistencies and discipline. Mikey has dedicated his life to helping others so they can show up in the world as the highest versions of themselves and impact it positively. He's just a really beautiful dude, and I am so grateful to share our conversation with you. Hi, right, everybody. This is a special episode today, man. I'm really excited to have you here, Mikey. Welcome to the podcast, brother.
0: Appreciate it, dog. It's an honor to be here.
1: Uh, me and Mikey are new friends, but I would say, man, I feel like I've known you for a very long time.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's really nice, especially at like this stage of life. I feel like as a male, I'll just speak for myself, to meet just like new friends and new people that just like light your soul and heart on fire that you know are very like-minded and like-hearted. It's like in life, I think it's like it, it's an exciting thing no matter when it happens. But I feel like just as we get older, it's just, it's just even like that much better to meet like those souls that you feel that connection with.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's it's I feel like it's deeper as you get older. And it's kind of fewer, depending on what you do and where you are in life, it's kind of fewer and far, farther between. Um, cause like when you're growing up, you have your sports teams and you have your schools and you have your youth groups and you have these like little communities where you can build really cool bonds and stuff. Obviously, the life experience isn't exactly there yet. Um, but when you get older, you kind of get like seated into these routines and the jobs and the, you know, you have your families and things of that sort. So when you do meet somebody like yourself and it's like something sparks, it's all the more special and it's, you know, much deeper than it would have been if we would have been when we were 18 or 16 playing basketball, you know?
1: So, so real, man. It's, that's so true. And I feel like at least for myself too, and I don't know about you, like as I'm getting older, I'm falling more in love with myself and who I am and I'm getting more comfortable with, with myself and like falling in love with myself not in like the ego way of, I think I'm like the coolest person. You know, it's not like, not like that. It's just having that self-love that I, I just, I think that we all should garner and we all should have. And of course we should all love ourselves in that way, in a very healthy way. Um, and it's just, you know, when you're able to meet somebody again, kind of at this age, it is just like a really, really, um, it's a really, sp- it just is a really special thing. And yes. it really just like, right. It like it moves me, it feels incredible. And I just feel like as I get older and fall more in love with myself, become more comfortable and more vulnerable, it allows that space for for people like you to to come in and especially males, because this is something I cherish and like the masculine energy when there's males who wear their heart on their sleeves and are like you dedicating their life to helping others and serving, helping other people grow and become the highest version of themselves, right? So it's like when you get older and you can kind of create that space and allow those things to come in, they're just like these gifts that are just always flowing in. And it allows you, at least from my experience, to meet people like you who are making these massive positive impacts on the world. And that's why, Mike, Mikey, I mean, besides you being just an incredible dude and us having this friendship, I wanted you to come on the podcast so that we could bring more awareness to what you're doing. Um, Because guys, Mikey is just an incredible dude. Like for real, like you are dedicating your life to helping other people grow and become the best version of themselves. Like it doesn't get better than that in my mind.
0: Well, and and I appreciate that. And I want to acknowledge you too um, for embarking on this journey of spreading the love and bringing awareness to how love is incorporated into everything that we do. Um, And leaning into that love, things can get so much better no matter where you're at in life. Um, But It's really a pleasure and it's very appreciated to have the opportunity to bring awareness to, um, you know, retreats and coaching and the things that they can do for people's lives. Um, I mean, across the board, you have people develop business relationships or friendships or you have people that literally just talk to each other here and there, but they pick up where they left off and they build deeper relationships. So they're kind of like a rock in that person's life. Um, and then the information and all these other cool things that can really take a person from a rat race of business or health or relationships and see them into a position where they can finally get out of that and embody their passion and embody that high level of love. So, yes, love that, man.
1: Let's talk more about Ace High Coaching, right? It's your company. You founded it. Um, so if we could just, so I know one of the biggest things that you do is you throw a lot of these events, yeah. um, right where you are helping people connect with themselves and have these kind of surreal weekends or week long trips where they are meeting with other people, they're connecting, they're having these profound experiences, connecting themselves more to their soul, to their truth and allowing them to, to grow more and more. So, yeah, but if you can just share a little bit, just like what you're doing, um, what the events are like too, because with this, it's just so beautiful, man. I, I want to help use this platform as a way, again, that people can know more about ACE, you know, and what you're doing so that for one, because I love you and to just help bring that awareness, but then also to give that gift to other people, because I feel like what you're doing is a gift. So to open that up so other people can hopefully hear this and then experience that sort of a monumental change in their life. Or that gift, yeah. But so, if you can just give uh, just an idea first off, I guess about what the events are like, um, when the next one is, uh, stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. Um, So the events themselves, um, it kind of sparked when you know I had been going to conferences. Funnel Hacking Live is awesome. Tony Robbins is awesome. Um, even smaller masterminds that other coaches and consultants were putting on were awesome. Um, but a lot of the experience there is transactional, um, in terms of the people that you meet and, uh, there isn't really much time for you to kind of break yourself down, but also be along other people that are taking the time to break themselves down to better themselves. Um, and you don't really get access to the highest level information on a personal basis either. Um, so I kind of took the idea of these business conferences and built a framework that we call the Royal Flush, which is the ACE is your mental, physical capacity, the queen, or the king is your spirituality. The queen is your business and personal relationships. The Jack is your financial literacy. So your investments, scaling your companies, business strategies. And then the 10 is your consistencies and disciplines as an individual. So instead of just going to figure out about automation or funnel hacking or business mastery, um, I kind of took all of those and built something that allows you to improve in all areas in a significant way um, and then brings everybody together in a community. And one of the big things is location. I love to pick locations that get people out of their comfort zones. It's very easy to go to a conference and go back to your hotel room, or go to a bar, or do whatever it is that pretty much everyone else is doing, um, and isolate yourself. And if you're not feeling it, it, you know it is what it is. But when you go to Mexico and you're ten kilometers deep in the jungle, and your room is a nice room you don't have air conditioning and there's not crazy amenities in there. It kind of takes away the opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go chill in my room. Um, you can't just turn on the TV. You can't do that kind of stuff. So it pushes you to go out and experience and be present the entire time. Pushes you to spend time with yourself. You know, if there's not something going on, um, you know, walking around, even just walking around the property in the jungle, Um, you can have these enlightening moments, but also too, it it gives this kind of us versus them in terms of everybody is there and the the playing field is leveled because we're all dealing with the environment and what it's kind of bringing to us. So we come together and we can relate about, man, there was, there was a spider in my room last night, or there was a gecko on the wall, or it was a little bit hot or, or it was a little bit cold or whatever it might be. And then that kind of breaks the ice for everybody and makes conversation easier. And then once the guards are down, you've just went through this experience where you all did meditation and breath work and workouts and yoga together. And you had that reflection time and now you've had things come up and conversations are starting to flow. Relationships are starting to build. Um, and it really kind of unearths you. So that is the the main goal and the framework for the events um is meant to break you down so in the morning we're starting early you know we have workouts we have and they're not easy um we have meditation and yoga and breath work like kind of all together um and so you're really clear going into the day you've had a just like a boost of serotonin got the bdfn going um, and then you dive into high level mastery of all of these five different areas of life. Um, and you're hearing from industry experts that have been through all of the trials and tribulations and giving their resources and all of that kind of good information. And then you have the opportunity to have some cultural introduction. So one of my favorites is a call ceremony and it's the mind sweat lodge. Um, but they look at the, the, they call it the womb that you go into, and they go through the four stages of life. So it's like a, a rebirthing process, and you're in there for like an hour and a half. Um, I don't know if you've ever done like a sauna for an hour and a half, but it gets intense. And you're doing these chants throughout, and you're singing songs, and just like everything is coming out. And after that, like God knows what's going to happen because people are having all sorts of different breakthroughs. And then we have that time at the end of the night for everyone to get together. So it's, it's really, really cool.
1: I honestly, I, I love that you said that like you're challenging people on these, on these uh, retreats and trips. And as soon as you said that, I, I got like a little afraid, you know, a little fear hit me. I was like, Oh shit, we're going to be challenged. But I'm like, that's awesome. Because like you need those challenges to have those breakthroughs and to push through that thing that's been holding you back for years or decades or whatever it may be. Yes. and uh the sauna so i i go to the sauna um i used to go more often now i'm going again like very regularly and I, i'll go in for like today i went in for 25 minutes an hour and a half i can only imagine the mental like how solid your mental needs to be in order to stay in there for that long of a period of time to not yeah. like literally freak out and want to like run <laughs> out of there
0: when people get there they do they do yeah. But it's so cool because like, you, you can feel, it sounds silly, but you can feel the love too, because like, when you first get in there, you're you're going through this process and they have you like, say your full name and like, you're, you're the parents you came from, and then like what you're trying to do here on earth um, and like a really deep sense. And so, at that moment, everyone's kind of like open to everybody's deepest, like desire, passion. And then it's just, and you're like shoulder to shoulder with everybody like together. So even when you have those people that get to that tipping point, it's like, you've got all of these people around you that really care for you and love you and like want you to succeed and get your breakthroughs and everyone just comes together. So it's, it's really a, a super se- special experience and when you go in, in January, it's going to be amazing.
1: <laughs> I think, you know, I, I've done something similar to this, but like not like that at all. Just an experience where I feel like I was with other people. We were very vulnerable. Uh, we were very authentic and we shared. And one of the things I think that people maybe don't realize maybe going into a situation like that, like you just said, like the love that really comes up because when you are being challenged and people are seeing you at your most vulnerable and when you're sharing things that you don't even normally say out loud or to another person, like your goals and dreams and exactly what you're trying to do in this lifetime. It is uh, it, it does. It opens the floodgates and it creates this sense of connection and community with those people, like very quickly, like instantly.
0: It really does. It really does. And I love. Dude. It- <laughs> and like because you're having such deep breakthroughs like when people come on these trips it's not just so much like i figured out my automation for my business it's like i thought my business you know operations were were what was at fault but what was at fault was the fact that i was holding this trauma in from six years ago and i had finally a place where i felt comfortable enough to go to somebody and to open up about that and just shed that. And I mean, that's like the resounding response I get from people is like, I came for business. I came to meet this speaker. I came to get more clients. What I walked away with was such a deep personal transformation inside of my soul that that's what actually springboarded me in my success. So that is the,
1: The best that gets me so amped like that you are (laughs) helping you're transforming people's lives and you're helping heal people on these insanely deep levels that they may not even know that they need that healing. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly.
1: That is just, it's such a gift and these moments are so incredibly profound when you can share an experience with somebody like that or read something deep inside yourself and heal that part of you. You're literally that's why your your business does better because your entire reality shifts from that moment forward. You don't look at the world in the same way you ever looked it up before.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And on top of that too, like I have to give credit to the people that attend these events because I might be the one providing the container, but it's just seeing other people step up with an open heart and like a caringness for each other people they don't even know. And then building these bonds and relationships and like and, and being with each other for the rest of their lives. Like it's one of the most incredible things. I, I do want to, you know, give kudos to everybody that's attended my events thus far because everyone's been so amazing and so open and so willing to just give, give, give. Um, so it's it's definitely something I want to give acknowledgement to. And there's, I love that you said that too, because there's just so
1: much beauty in that, that, because it's both, you're you're all creating it. It's like, right, you are creating that container and space and you're filling it with that energy to make people or to allow people to feel more comfortable right. and allow them to kind of shed their skin a little bit and allow their heart to shine, right? So it's just, it's just a beautiful partnership where you're creating that space. Those people are seeing that, they're feeling that vibration and then because of the space that you've created, they're allowing that to come forth and, and, and allowing themselves to have these incredible transformational experiences with each other and with themselves. So like, it's just connection. It's beauty. It's just, it's all of you at once sharing this space and making it sacred together.
0: Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. hundred percent.
1: Um. What are some of the other things that are going on? I know when we talked to, when you were around last month, I know you guys do like some breathing exercises that you had mentioned that are like designed to kind of, because right, when we talk about breathing exercises, it's usually as a, as a purpose to calm you down, to calm down, like literally slow your heart, to literally just try to remove any sort of sporadic or chaotic energy in you. And just to kind of calm down your system. But I know when we were talking about it, there's like some breath work that you, that's created to kind of bring you out of that comfort zone.
0: A hundred (laughs) percent. A hundred
1: percent.
0: Yeah. So I think what you're referring to is um, Osho dynamic meditation. And for me personally, one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. Um, And it's so cool because Anybody can do it anywhere. Now, if you do it in public, people will think you are crazy um, because it is a little intimidating. Um, but the process of it is there's a couple different stages. And the first stage is um, in this whole time, your eyes are closed um, throughout the entire meditation, and you're probably like five feet away from someone else because. Like for me, I ended up on the other side of the room, and I didn't even know I was moving, like crazy. But you do chaotic breathing for ten minutes. And chaotic breathing is like, I'll try and demonstrate, but it's like <laughs> and like trying to get yourself out of a rhythm because your body associates like internally how it's reacting to a situation based on your breath. So if you're breathing nice, long, deep breaths, it's a very calming situation. It can relate to that and go into a certain state. If you're running and you're breathing very heavy, your body's going to react differently, you know, internally on a psychological or physiological level. Um, and so we try and disrupt the pattern. And from there, after you do that, um, you do ten minutes of like screaming, crying roaring like everything you have inside of you is just ah, like like you will not have a voice for days after we that's what we do on the last day because it's it's so powerful and like so much energy comes out that like i was talking raspy for like two weeks um and then after that you do 10 minutes with your hands straight up which by the way If you just try and stand there with your hands straight up for 10 minutes, it's a lot harder than you think. Um, But you do that and then you jump and you try and land like on the middle of your foot um, and you let out this really sacral like, and it's for 10 minutes straight. And then after that, you stand there for 10 minutes straight, still holding your hand straight up, totally silent. Um, And I'll tell you, probably 50% of the people made it even halfway through before they were just like on the ground in tears, like shedding their deepest, darkest secrets, like feelings, trauma, et cetera. Um, And for people that had a little bit less trauma in their life, it was very empowering. Like people felt very energized and like just ready to seize the world type thing. Um, So it definitely affects people differently. And it's definitely like, if you watch the video, we did have it recorded. but if you watch the video, you're like, you think of like World War Z, like crazy, just, you know, going nuts and there's 60 people doing it. So like the amount of energy that just gets conducted during that time, it's wild. So stuff like that, um, again, making you uncomfortable um, and kind of doing things that introduce you to new perspectives. Um, cause the breath is so powerful and that's why I like to incorporate a lot of breath work, whether it's dynamic meditation or it's a 15 minute in between sessions, just to get your brain rejuvenated. Um, it's so powerful and something that some, you can implement every single day of your life. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Amazing, cool. man. Thank you for sharing these, like these bits that you guys do there, because it paints a picture of like what people can really expect. Right. And it can get people excited. So they're not walking into something they don't have much information about or know, you know much about. Um, because it's things like this that get me so excited. So I know a lot of people listening too are like, wow, like this, like I'm excited to go in January and cry. Like I, I'm like looking forward to having these moments of just like kind of chaotic release. And to me, when I think about that and I think about like the crying, it's a release of energy. It's a release of all this buildup, negative energy tension and things that just need to come out anyway. And yep. thank you for providing the tools and practices so that these things can can come
0: out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, too, the the other cool thing is that the event's set up in a way that it's going to have you um on kind of a, a roller coaster of emotion and then also energy. Um, so you know, we're gonna have things where it's very chaotic and like just intense. And then we have things that are very calming, bring you back down to your center um, and give you time to kind of process what it is you went through that day, like sound healing. Another thing we do, that's a staple, Um, ice baths, you know, things that kind of bring you back down, recenter yourself and give you kind of that mental clarity to sort through the things that come up throughout the day.
1: Dude, how did you, was it like through your life? um, coming in contact with these experiences and these tools and things that you're using, like, how did you put this format together? Was it something over the years, something you just like slammed together? Was it inspiration from a bunch of other people?
0: I would would say it's a conglomeration of, um, experience from sports. Um, and like, that's kind of what got me into ice baths in general, Um, and like really taking care of yourself and, you know, the workouts and the stretching and mobility kind of things. And then it was also, I spoke at quite a few masterminds when I was running other companies um, and kind of taking bits and pieces from there and then going to conferences, taking bits and pieces from there. Um, And then ultimately for me, just really praying about it and, you know, diving into the psychology of things and, you know, also the, the physiology of how people's bodies work so that, that we can keep that kind of I like the roller coaster because when you have like you go to a conference and it's kind of like just fire hose information, like you're pretty much like just in this stagnant kind of like not too much emotion, not too much internal diving, not excitement. It's just, you know, maybe a little bit here and there. Um, but when you think about a person's heartbeat and like their life. Like if you have a flat line, you're dead. And so if I can create something that creates these bigger spikes, you're more alive and you're feeling that. And and so it's kind of like an inspiration from that and then taking, uh, you know, bits and pieces. And then I've had mentors too, um, and do a lot of research on other events and stuff like that. Uh, And then lots of prayer.
1: Hmm. Well, dude, I appreciate you being very intentional about what you're doing, not just like throwing shit together and like, Hey, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? That's, (laughs) uh, I I can tell, you know, as you talk about it, man, like how passionate you are about it, how much like detail goes into it, uh, and the intention that you put forward. So it's just, it's incredible to see that.
0: Thank you, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Of course. And Mikey, we've talked about this before, but I love this story, man. And I want to share it with more people. I'm always interested in, you know, when people are, are serving and they are, again, dedicating their lives, like helping others, it's like, how did you get here? Like, what were the things in your life, the steps that guided you on this path and in this direction?
0: Good question, man. Good question. I like this one. Um, so at one point in my life growing up, uh, I come from a very loving family, very blessed with that. But from like the age of 12 on, I was going to be a lawyer. My dad was an attorney. I'm going to take over the business. I'm going to be a badass prosecutor. I'm going to be like, you know, the TV shows and stuff like that. Um, And went through college, did well, and got involved in some business stuff and some modeling and, you know, played college basketball. Had a lot of different experiences. Um, But I kind of still was like, you know, I'm going to go be an attorney. And my dad literally always told me, "Don't do it. Like, do not go to law school. Don't be an attorney. Like, go do something you love. Go be an entrepreneur. Like, go make impact on this world." And um, so I was a month out from going to law school, and uh, and I like, going through the LSAT. Like, I did well with it, um, but I just did not like it. Like, I like going into an office. And just hammering paperwork and logical thinking for hours on end just didn't ignite me. You know, it, it, it wasn't Ellie skiing. It wasn't surfing. It was very much so just like mundane torture to my brain. Um, and so I finally heeded my dad's advice. And I went into entrepreneurship, started a digital marketing agency. I was about 23 years old or so. Um, and that went well. And it it got my feet wet for running my own business and that kind of thing. Um, and then I pivoted into staffing individuals from Latin America. I saw, you know, what the Philippines and Asia and India, you know, the VAs are good. Um, but the unfortunate thing is that typically when they hop on the phones, there's some disconnect in terms of cultural understanding, how to walk through a conversation, you know, and, and accents can get in the way in some instances as well. So Latin America was a really feasible place to get, um, you know, lower cost, independent contractors, train them on higher level skill sets and place them into businesses and then coach the businesses. And that went really well, skilled really fast. um, And it was fun. But I was that was about the time where people started asking me to speak at their masterminds. And I would go to the masterminds and um, I have a good knack for making friends with people and then taking them out and I'll show them a good time. Um, but when you're doing that often, you know, you're you're creating a lot of bad habits and, and we've talked about drinking, you know, quite a bit in our conversations. And, and that's something that I struggle with. Um, and I was doing more and more of it because it was getting more, me more and more business. Um, and so there was a direct correlation to that and it built good relationships. Um, but I made a fool of myself quite a few times, um, my health started to decline and my mental, and I was just kind of going into this tailspin. Um, and I was driving to California to go surf. And, um, I was listening to atomic habits and I I'd read the book before, but I don't know what it was about what I was listening to or, or that day, but it hit me. And I was like, dude, if you keep doing this you're going to destroy yourself. You're not building, you know, like, okay, cool. They're profitable business relationships, but what relationship is really built going to a club or, you know, buying somebody a table or whatever it might be super transactional, super shallow and, and typically ends there. Um, so in that moment, I was like, you know what I've wanted to do retreats and I want to do masterminds. I just never really had the gumption to do so. And I said, I'm going to sell my business. And I sold my book of business to a client that was a mentor or, or a mentor. I sold them all my clients, made sure he could take care of them and deliver on what it is I had already promised. Um, they'd be in good hands. So no one was left hanging. And then 14 days later, I launched my first event in Mexico. Um, and then never looked back. So that was kind of my journey to this. Um, and the reason I went into events is simply because of what we've been talking about today, and it's it's having that profound impact on people's lives. And I think that comes from just giving them the right opportunities, you know, the right resources, the right environment, and asking them the right questions and, and prompting them to look deeper into themselves. Um, and of course, it wasn't perfect, you know, my first event was, uh, was definitely trial by fire, but... It still did its exact purpose and then a lot more on top of that um, and I would consider it a success. But yeah, from there, it's just been now an obsession of like, let's dig deeper into the psychological and the physiological changes and like relationships and things of that sort.
1: Love it, man. There's so many amazing little points in that story that I love so much. First off, love your dad. Like, way to just keep it real and be like, son, go do something like for real. He easily could have been like, Hey, I just fall in the footsteps, take over the business, do this thing. But like he put you who he loves before himself. Amen. Right. And he's like, this is, yeah, You you know, follow your heart, do what makes sense for you. That just in itself is just a really beautiful thing for a grown man to push his ego aside and to love his son more than he loves anything else. And, and give you that sort of advice. So that in itself your dad. Love that guy. And as you're telling the story too, man, it's like, life is just awesome because you needed all those experiences in order to get you here doing what you're doing. Like You needed to have those struggles with drinking. You needed to go out and do that over time and again and again and again and feel how shallow that was because the more you felt that, the more it started to push you or guide you into that other direction. And I've had nights like that too, where you wake up the next day and it's like, what did I do? Did I make a fool of myself? And it's like, at the time, those never feel good. I, I, at the time, I'm never like, Ooh, something great's going to come from this. You know what I mean? But it it did, man. It's like, those things were just were a part of the journey and just truly needed. So you can have those experiences You could see and feel and realize what didn't align with you, what you didn't want. Because in the moments of us experiencing things that we don't want, never are we clear on what we do want. And Mm -hmm. so there's there's a gift there. There's gratitude there, right? And that's something like, as I say this out loud, I'm always like telling myself. I'm always just like reminding myself because these are all reminders that I need just as much as anybody out there may need. And then to just to have those experiences and. To be able to, like, look back now and be grateful for them. But if we can shift that perspective to during the time, like, it's okay to still be like, oh, shit, that was not great of me last night. Like, But then also be like, oh, okay, what's going to come from this? Like, this is, a you
0: know? (laughs) That switch.
1: Yeah. And it's hard. It's like, it's hard to have that perspective in the moment when shit is not looking good to be like, oh, yes, but something great is going to come from this. It's it's difficult for sure, man. But it's like that story is just so powerful because it's so just so true. And it's like as you're telling that story, I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for Mikey that he had those experiences. That like things weren't great for that little while, and because it was everything that you needed in order to rocket ship you in this direction, dude. The fact that you like gave or you sold that business and started your retreat within a few weeks after, I mean, like says it all. Says how much you shot in that other direction. To help and provide and to serve other people.
0: Well, I appreciate that, man. and You just got to send it, you know? You just got to do the thing.
1: Yeah. I wanted to tell, Mikey, I wanted to tell you. I So I drank on, I was going to say the other day, but on 4th of July. So I had a couple couple of drinks. And so like the thing is, I, I do, like I rarely drink, but I'm very much like in the moment. So I like rarely eat meat, but like I'm not a vegetarian. I'm not anything. I'm not a yeah. drinker. I'm not a drinker. I'm not a vegetarian or a mediator. I'm, I'm none of those things. I'm just who I am in that moment.
0: Right. That's About
1: like how that. I, yeah. How I just like, I don't want to put these labels on myself. I just want to be who I am. What feels right. What is my highest self in that moment? And then, so on 4th of July, I had three hard kombuchas. And then, so they're 8%. So it's not like nothing, no, you know? <laughs> Dude, and on the first one, I felt like a really good buzz. Just on still drinking the first, I was like, wow, things are okay. I remember this feeling again.
0: Yep.
1: And then so I didn't need to have three. And it was over the course of the day. So I was like spanning it out. And anyone who has never tried hard kombucha, if you drink at all, I highly recommend hard kombuchas. They're incredible. It's just good for your gut. The hangover is just drastically less the next day. Wow. And um, they're good, man. And they just taste phenomenal too. And then so the next day, Mikey, I wasn't like super hungover, but there was that deep tinge of being hungover where I didn't want to do anything, Yeah, anything. I was not motivated. I was like, wow, I have not felt this way in a really long time. Right. And it wasn't like I was like, like, again, dying, like super hungover, about to throw up or anything like, it wasn't that it was just like my energy was like taken from me. And yep. I just... That really did not feel good to me at all. That I, I, I'm not like that. I want to move. I want to get things done. I want to enjoy life. And to have the overwhelming feeling of like, you better not do anything besides sit on this couch today. <laughs> Dude, and I started to have feelings of regret. Like, uh, why did I do that? I know the deal. I shouldn't have drank last night. But like so grateful and luckily switch those thoughts real quick. Because in feeling that regret... I'm like, this doesn't feel good. I don't want, I don't want to feel this right now. Like this doesn't serve me to feel regret about the situation. And then, so change that to gratitude and dude, I switched it. And now I'm so grateful for that experience. I'm so grateful that I drank that day because it just reminds me more
0: of who I want to be
1: and how I want to show up.
0: Amen. Can you you tell me a little bit about that switch and how you made that happen of, of, like, from regret to gratitude
1: yes, so it is it's things like stacked up over time, right, and it's 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 practicing certain things and which takes time. it's taken years, years, and that's fine. Like who cares if it takes a day or if it takes five years? If you eventually get there, you get there right and it's been a lot of just like meditation because first meditation has helped me be more mindful and more aware of my thoughts, so like that's a huge, huge part of it. Because if I'm not aware that I'm having these, you know, you like when you're regretting things, like, you know, you are because you're feeling it, but you kind of think that's your only option. Yeah. Right. So do meditation to be more mindful and be like aware and see my thought separate from myself. It's like, this regret isn't me, just the feeling I'm having right now. And to be able to observe that and remove myself from it and literally look at it. It's like, okay, cool. That's not me. And that's not a feeling that I want to have right now. So now what can I do to change that feeling? And dude, I have a gratitude practice um, where every morning when I wake up, I have a bracelet where when I wake up in the morning and I put the bracelet on, it reminds me to stop and think about what I'm grateful for. And then when I meditate... Uh, during the day. I focus on gratitude then as a part of it. And then at night when I take the bracelet off, it just reminds me again to think about what I could be grateful for. And for everyone listening, I cannot tell you how important that is in terms of being consistent with a practice is having some little tool like that. Because without the bracelet, I just wouldn't remember most of the time. It would just, you know, we get caught up in life, things are happening. And then it's that bracelet that is that very simple, simple reminder That, okay, oh, now as I take it off, okay, now here's time to practice gratitude. So in practicing gratitude, fairly consistently for years now, as you do that, I mean, we are gratitude, we are love. So it's just connecting more to the truth of who we are. So when you're doing that every day, it starts to seep into your subconscious and it truly does become who you are. You are gratitude. So what's now happened is This experience I never thought was going to come from a gratitude experience. And it's one of the most profound things that I've ever experienced, gone through, still go through, where as you're practicing it every day, it seeps into your subconscious. Again, so you're just always you're thinking gratitude. So now I don't have to search for gratitude. It just shows itself to me. It's insane. And maybe not every single time, but really for the majority of the time, it's something not so great is happening, my mind will feel that, but then instantly go to, okay, how can I be grateful for this? So now, because it's in my subconscious, that's almost, that. that is like my autopilot. That is my subconscious mind just going that way every time with, again, without me having to even consciously search and look and try to find the gratitude.
0: That is so powerful. So powerful. That's awesome. And I'm going to steal that bracelet trick. Yeah, it's-
1: and I like the bracelet works for me, it can be anything. It could be an earring or a ring or it could literally be anything. Just the important part of it is just something that you put on in the morning and you take off at night to remind you to be grateful.
0: I love it. I love uh, it. Thank you for sharing that, brother.
1: Of course. And that's like, I created a gratitude practice for people too, because literally when you can shift your thought without even trying anymore. And your mind just picks out and searches for the gratitude in that situation where before it didn't seem like it existed. think that's the most powerful part about it too. It's like before in those situations, gratitude wasn't there. Didn't it like literally didn't exist in that reality. And now it's just being shown to me automatically.
0: That's so well said.
1: And so like that, that's exactly that experience with drinking and it's okay. And I used to run away from feelings of regret and anger. I used to be like, you're better than that. Like, get up, like, be your higher self. Like, what are you doing getting angry? And I've realized that those are so important. Their emotions were human. Yep. And it's important to feel that anger and to feel that regret. Because in me acknowledging and feeling the regret, I realize it's not something that I want to feel. Right? But it's like, again, looking at it and being aware of it. And like, okay, cool. This is here, but this is not how I want to feel right now. And that's okay. And sometimes I can jump right out of it. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer yeah. and there's no wrong answer there. Like no matter how long it takes, if you're able to switch that perspective, that's the, the beauty in it. So with the drinking, I started to feel that way after. And I was just like, this doesn't feel good. And like, if we can more often tune into our feelings and what feels good and what doesn't, if you have a thought about that, you're, not good at something, or feelings of lack, and those thoughts that we know don't feel good. You know what I mean? Like when you have a thought about yourself, like how's yeah. this event? How's this event going to go, man? Like I don't know if I'm going to. Are we going to get enough people? Is it going to be a success? It's like when you have those thoughts, those can be good to prepare you so that you can show up in the best way. But it's important to not get lost in those thoughts and to not let those thoughts take us over and consume us. To acknowledge them and see them, be grateful that they're there. And then feel them and then start to move in that other direction where the power is, where you can feel good. Because when we have those not-so-good-feeling thoughts and we stay in those, that becomes our life. We're on that lower vibration, on that lower energy, and we're just not enjoying life. When we can acknowledge those things and then shift them, and then when we put those moments, like we think that they don't mean anything, but they mean a lot. Yeah. Because when you can change that thought of, well, I'm not good enough and be like, wow, that doesn't feel good for me. Now let me change that thought. I'm incredible. With the right amount of work and energy moving towards this thing, I can achieve this thing. It okay. is possible. Everything's po- Like when we can change our thought that way to those better feeling thoughts and we multiply that tens of hundreds of thousands of millions of times over our lives, that's how we live happy lives.
0: Amen. I love the multiplication of that, too, because it's like as soon as you get consistent at doing these practices and it's kind of like almost like prospecting a business, like the sooner you start it, the more it's going to pay off in the future. And there's those tipping points of when it's just like so abundantly apparent in your life that the change has happened, kind of like with you and and your experience the other day, just being able to shift that, but having that come from you being consistent in those practices, you know, for the amount of time you have, you know?
1: And I like, yes. And that's such a big part of it. Consistency is huge, but like even with the gratitude practice, I've also fallen off. Like I want everyone to know that, like keeping it real, I've fallen off with that too. And like, it's cool. cuz dude i was having this thought the other day it's like you know when i when we i go to the event in january the gratitude practice is something that keeps coming up for me to to speak and talk about because there's so many different elements of it it's like i've gone so deep into this idea and there's there's just layers of it and so now having that thought of speaking about that then it's got me more back into my gratitude practice you know what i mean it's like yes yes yeah
0: I love that. Dude, I'm so excited for you to come speak and like, I just, I can already see it in my head. I can see you on stage. I can see the room captivated. I can see the conversations afterwards. I can see the hugs. I can see the tears. I can like, you are going to thrive brother. Like I'm so, and I'm so excited to to sit down and, and watch and learn and like soak in, all of the the information and love that you're going to be spreading, bro. Like it's, I'm pumped up. So.
1: Thank you, man. That means literally the world. That was incredible. (laughs) I appreciate that so much.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm excited too, man. It's going to just be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you know, in, uh, because literally going there, I'm like, hey, I want to talk about gratitude. I need to walk the walk. Like, yeah, it is something now that it is so ingrained in me where I can fall. And that's like the thing when you're extremely consistent with it, you can fall off here and there, but it's still a part of you. Yep. You know what I mean? And like gratitude, even if I don't practice it for three months, it's still a part of who I am because of, I literally did it for years, like every day.
0: Yep.
1: And then I'll I, I, this is bringing this up for me too. It's like, when I realized that I felt down about myself, literally, I was like, damn, you've fallen off with your gratitude practice. You know, and I, I started to have those like not great thoughts about myself. And that's the idea. It's like, that doesn't feel good. Let me change that thought to one that does feel good. Yes. And then so I there was gratitude there because I was like, you know what? In me falling off of that practice, that allowed space for other practices and other things to come into my life. Yes. Dude, and now I'm going to the sauna. I have a breathwork practice that I do every single morning. And it's just like, ah, all right, cool. So that never really went too far away for me but it did enough to create space that I could allow other things to come to me. And so now, thank you. Instead of me feeling down and worthless and lazy or incompetent, you know how those thoughts just rush into our minds. Instead of feeling those negative beliefs and thoughts about myself, I was like, wow, thank you. I'm glad that I did that because now there's gratitude. Again, it created that more space for me to bring new things in. And then so there was good that came from that.
0: Yes. Yes. That perspective change of like, and and you said it so well of creating space, like just because you didn't do the gratitude practice didn't mean that you weren't like accelerating yourself in a different way. So like that right there was a huge click for me to be like, Whoa, there's reasons and seasons. And so these different seasons are going to have different practices but the reason for that is to kind of bring you to fruition in all regards, right?
1: Beautiful, man. Because that's that was so well said. Because so many times when we fall off on those things, we do. We just beat ourselves up. And we don't, yeah, we just go down, man. And we don't acknowledge the good that was also there, right? The, the good that came from that thing. Because we're just like beating ourselves up like, why haven't I done this? And just that negative self-talk, man, that those self-limiting thoughts and beliefs that just crush our soul and spirit. And when we can change those to ones that are just higher and more positive and we give ourselves the self-love that we should always give to ourselves, it just creates those massive shifts. And again, I this is something I'm, I'm falling more and more in love with is really these little moments are what matters and it's finding the joy in those little moments and finding the happiness and that thought instead of that negative thought. And because that is what is our life. That's our life. Like the moment right now is our life. This is it. We're living in it every single second.
0: Let's go. Let's go. I love that. And, and too, like, you know, I, I love the retreats and I love the events and that kind of stuff but they are few and far between, right? Like, it's not like it's something you're doing on a daily basis. Um, And they can be all kinds of igniters for so many different things, but that consistency and practice of like molding your lifestyle to consistently better yourself and appreciate those little moments and be present, that's where the true happiness comes from because that event is short-lived But that lifestyle is every day, right?
1: Yes. That's another reason, like, I love what you're doing because you're helping people and giving them the tools that they can take into the everyday life. Because if you're helping somebody for a weekend, cool, but that is going to fade off. Right. Right. And when you can help people, and that's why, like, the bracelet to me is like everything in the gratitude practice because. And that's why I love that part too, because I can tell people to practice gratitude and they may for a week or two after, but then we're human. Things just like tend to fall off. We get caught up in the light and our lives and everything like that. So when you can actually give people tangible things that they can do and use to help keep them consistent, that's where you're really transforming lives. That's where you're really making that massive impact because you are changing their life.
0: Yes. Yeah. And what they don't realize too, is that when they do that, there's people always watching them. And they're going to see the change and they're going to they're going to wonder and they're going to ask the question, like, what are you doing differently? Because I've noticed that. And then it's like this like ripple effect of just love, literally, because it's self-love to just illuminating out of you. So,
1: yeah. I think like that's like the greatest thing that we can do is show up in our best self to set the example for other people so they can see. And that's exactly what happens. People will see you in this state and they're like, What is Mikey doing? Like, what you can just feel the energy, like, literally bursting from people. And you, they just, they like look different. They like look lighter. They look like younger and fresher. It's like, it's interesting. And when you can see that on someone else and it sparks that idea or that concept or thought of like, what are they doing? Like, that's how you make that impact on the world by living the example and by being the truth and by being love and showing people what's possible so they can say, like, oh shit, that is possible. Wow. Yeah. That opens their universe and world. Because when you feel capped, you know, I think something's possible, but then someone shows you in real time that it is think about the universe that opens up from there.
0: Yes. Yeah. I was actually just talking to someone today that attended my first um, Mexico retreat. Um, and he started his own retreats business now and like his own coaching business and like moving away from working for someone else, And he's like, you're the reason I did this. Like I saw you do it. And then I finally believed in myself. And so like, I've had that. I have another friend who's putting on a huge event in Dubai, it's a generational wealth conference. He came to my first ever very intimate like ACE Interstellar or ACE accelerator breakout. He said it was inspired by that. I had probably three or four people from this last event That are now doing events as well and so it's just like once you do see kind of like someone else take that leap and then what it can like provide not only for them but for other people then it becomes a reality in your situation um so that's something that i really just absolutely adore about what i do is just like seeing people go over that ledge and like take that leap and so yeah to your point Uh, And like, that's, you're in service, man. Like that's when
1: life gets great. When you're serving and you're seeing other people expand of who they are because you helped in some way. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. the, the best dude. And something I want to point out what you just said too, which I think is just so important to touch on is when this person who went to your event and you inspired them so much, and you touch them so much that they've now created their own coaching, their own events that they do. And Mikey, how you talked about it, it was just so beautiful because I could feel like the love that you had for that person where in society and in a lot of circumstances like this, there could be anger, and animosity towards that person because, oh, are they going to steal some business from me? They're copying what I'm doing. How dare they take my idea?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, there's so much success in the world. There's enough for everybody and then some. And like, all they're doing is taking their heart, pouring it out for other people and making a bigger ripple effect. Like, so that's awesome. You know, like Mm -hmm. come to my events and take all my ideas, please. Because for one, I need to always improve them. If I don't have competition, like there's no need for me to improve. But two, it's like, if this can help somebody else, like that's what it was made for in the first place. So let's go, let's, you know, do it together.
1: It's beautiful, man. Like you're, you're staying true to who you are. You're letting your, you're letting love come first instead of ego of lack of Mm -hmm. fear that they may do better or grow a a bigger business. It's like, I just, I love you for that, man. That fact that you just, that's just, it's so important to, to, to focus on that because a lot of times we just see it the opposite. Right. And to have like a real life example of that and for you just to come just so true right there with how happy you are for this person, it was, uh, it was nice to see that in another person, right? Like, and you said there's enough for everybody and there is, there is enough for us all. Yeah. It's that abundance mindset, man. It's not that, oh shit, if this person does well, that takes away from me. Like, no, in that person doing well.
0: Yes. Is- yeah, man. It's a scary jump to take too so like resonating with that leap and like what it takes to do that like that alone just like you know I don't know if you get that feeling but like in your sternum it just like gives you life and appreciation and gratitude and it's just so and like making yourself available to them too like you know yeah it's it's cool it's
1: it's like just a nice world when we Hmm. Literally, just that fear gets pushed aside, and we just we lead with love. Literally, it's just like that's why I just like so passionate about this because like that perspective that you just showed exists, and some people may not even know that it does. Someone, if somebody was to leave the retreat and go start another one, they they may think that their only thought in that is you're taking from me and you stole, and now you're impeding on my. Life and my ability to provide for my family, like you know it should go and like it goes deep and like it's real, and it's and a lot of time it's based off of fear,
0: yep, yeah, a hundred percent and and I think that's just ingrained in in society, like I think that not many people are taught to lead with love like at all, like a lot of people are taught to be jealous, and like I think social media is a big part of this, um which is really cool about what you're doing because you're you're kind of breaking the algorithm. Um, but it just like pushes people to be pitted against each other to, you know, think the worst about each other instead of giving someone the benefit of the doubt. Um, and also looking past like the transactional piece of things, because everything now is like give and take, um, and like almost like immediate gratification. Um, but when you delay that gratification and you kind of leave with love, there's a much bigger level of gratification in the future. And I don't think people are taught that, you know? It is. It's, it's that quick fix. It's now.
1: Yeah. Right. Not waiting and saying what can come later. It's, it's. like, I need to provide, provide for my family now. And you took from that. Yeah. And like, th- and there's empathy there for those people. It's like, I love those people. There's yep. just there's there's so much empathy for them because it's understanding that they are coming from that place of lack and fear. Yep. And like, how could you not feel empathy for that person, man? It's like you're living in that vibration. It's like, I just want to hug you and hold you and let you know that like we are abundant, that there's more than enough to go around for everybody else. So it's like, when Gary Vee is like so good at this having empathy for the people because you have to understand for somebody to be jealous. Or to be mad that you started a company that I feel like you took from me or borrowed from me or stole from me or that idea, at least. You're not in a good place. You can't be. No. You can't. Or you wouldn't have that thought. Like, Mikey, you're in a good spot. You're a loving person. That's why you have this thought about it. Mm. And when you're not, you don't. Yep it doesn't exist in your reality and like that's the thing like i want people to understand it's like those people that goodness almost really doesn't exist to them because they're on a frequency where that does not exist if you're on channel 4 you can't get to channel you can't access channel 9 it's just not there it's not possible
0: right yeah. until
1: you switch that frequency you get to channel 9 you get to love and then it's like oh wow yeah i can feel good for this person i can feel love for this person i can feel abundance for this person
0: yes and i, I do love how you pointed out the empathy though for the situation and because I, I think that's super important to not to judge anybody for whatever their reaction might be. Um, but I just think that's super important in a lot of ways. And I just appreciate that you brought that up.
1: It's like, it's so easy to literally like F that person, like <laughs> literally yeah. how, like, you know, it's just, it's, it is, it's, it's way easier to, to do that. But the world would be a much better place if we all just like stop for a second, took that step back and looked at them with love. Yeah. And it's really what's helped me do that more and more is understanding that for that person to have acted in that way, there's some trauma there. They're not in a good place. Like anytime we see somebody acting out in that sort of of what we deem in a negative way, uh, in a fear-based mentality, Mm -hmm. that to me is their white flag. It's like the word, the crazier it gets, they're waving their flag that much more to be like, yo, I'm suffering here. I'm in trauma. I'm dealing with things that I don't know how to deal with. And instead of us seeing that outburst and getting mad at that person or angry or like hitting that person or judging them, that's the quick, easy reaction. And I still get those. Yeah. But then to take that step back, to, right? Of course. Yeah. And then take that step back and be like, okay. That crazy action of that person is them literally waving the white flag of, Hey, I need help here. There was a really good quote that I, I saw on like Instagram one day where it's like, to be curious about their pain. Instead of judging or being mad, be curious. Like what's going on there? You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I hopped on this call today, Mike, or we talked before or after, and I wasn't myself too. And I was maybe short with you or quick or rude or something like that. The idea, right. Instead of being like, what the fuck's up with Justin today? Like yeah. he's not, he's actually not who I thought he was. He's not right. that person. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Instead to be like curious, to be like, yo, bro, like, something's happening here, man. Like what's going on?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: you know what I mean? And literally being curious about it, instead of judgmental, being like, what is, what, what's happening here? Like clearly you're not in a good space. Like why? Let's talk about it. Let's try to get to the root of it. Let's try to help each other. Let's, let me be here to, to support you. We can change like being, having hatred or frustration or judgment towards somebody. Be like hey, how can I be here to love and support you?
0: Whew. game over literally game over and we're yeah. gonna do that yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah over here exactly exactly ah dude, always amazing. I'm so glad we got to to jump on here and, and and chat for a little bit and you know let people know about your events and and what you got going on because Literally, there's people out there right now that are going to hear this. And if you're listening to this episode right now and you've considered or thought about going to an event like this or sharing this sort of an experience, you were brought to this podcast, to this moment right now for a reason. Like you're here for a purpose, like for sure. You wouldn't be hearing this if it wasn't something that you were looking for, something that you're interested in. So like, let this be the sign to take that leap. Yes, is a little bit scary, Is a little bit of uncertainty there. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Like, yeah, but like, love that. Dive into that because everybody there is going to be feeling the same emotions as you. So there's gratitude in that too. Like there's gratitude in the uncertainty into and and like the uncomfortability and the fear because now you get to go there and be like, wow, I get to connect with all these other people who are feeling the same way about the same thing. Oh. And that there's beauty in that too.
0: It, it's so cool because especially speakers, like you see this person that's so successful 22 years old worth $50 million. And then you see them experiencing the same exact emotions and things that you're dealing with. And it's just immediately like I've had multiple people say, I finally realized that like everyone's human. Like we all deal with these same things. And so it it like opens this, this perspective of your reality is what you make it. And if you love yourself for that, like you can do anything you set your mind to. And on this note, you know, even if you don't come to one of the retreats one day or anything like that, I just want to encourage any of the listeners to, to love yourself enough to take the leap. And if you want to run your own retreat, go run your own retreat. If you want to start a med spa, go start a med spa. If you want to go try and get your dream job, go do that. If you want to go travel the world, like love yourself enough to do that and let yourself blossom into a passionate just life loving individual i guarantee you the finances the relationships everything about life will fall in place and i'm not saying that it's going to be easy i'm not saying that it's going to happen right away um but i will say that you'll be alive in that it's just like that the the heartbeat on the monitor if it's going up and down you're alive if it's flatlined you're dead. So don't be afraid. And, um, and Justin, you could, you're more than welcome to drop. I'll, uh, I'll send you the link for the website. The next retreat is November 13th to the 29th in Nicaragua, seven days, six nights, um, all kinds of amazing stuff. we are gonna do a lot of speaking, a lot of breath work, meditation, yoga, some deep sea fishing, some surfing, kayaking through an estuary, um, release sea turtles, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and then also too, if you want to meet Justin in person and you want to share some really special experiences, um, he's going to be speaking at my ACE Interstellar event in Mexico. It's 10 kilometers deep in the jungle. Um, so it's like a little vortex and, uh, and there I'll have more information at a later date, but it's looking like the dates are right around January 24th to the 29th or 30th or the 25th to the 30th, I'd have to double check. Um, But both are gonna be amazing experiences. But again, too, if you just have questions about life, about business, about practicing gratitude or breath work or ice baths or anything, um, feel free to reach out to me. I don't know if Justin's gonna drop IG handle in here or anything like that. Um, But I'm more than happy just to help in any way that I can Even if you just want to have a conversation about life, I'm always open to that and would very much so enjoy
1: it. Amazing. Yeah, dude, if you can, we'll drop everything in the show notes, but if you can just let people know uh, the website link, where they can find you on Instagram, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, right now we have, my Instagram is at Mikey Ace Sheridan. So that's M-I-K-E-Y A-C-E-S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Um, and then the website link for Ace Interstellar is just Um, and that is it is the website for this last year's event. Uh, it'll still give you a great idea of what to expect and what kind of speakers, and has a nice little promo video on there. Um, and you can always book a call through there if you'd like. Um, and then the next one is going to be GiveVolunteers.org. Forward slash A C E forward slash, um, and that is the upcoming Nicaragua retreat for November.
1: Yes, go to Nicaragua or see us in Mexico in January. It's going to be an amazing time. I am so stoked. I I like, I you know I'm try- my mind like jumping me there because I know it's going to just be one of the best experiences of my life. But also staying here. With you right now. You know what I mean? (laughs) But just like that, excited for it. So everybody, check those out. It'll be in the show notes. Reach out to Mikey, like for real. If you have questions about the events and you want a little bit more detail than we wanted today, reach out to Mikey. Like he'll, he will make the time. We'll chat with you. Um, It's beautiful. And Mikey, before we uh, cut out, man, I got to ask you the question I ask every single guest on the podcast. It is my favorite question in the whole world, probably. Uh, So... (laughs) I always think about how to like, it's, it's not my purpose. It's just like who I am. And every time I, I, I like repeat this to myself, like me, Justin, right now in this being is here to help shift the consciousness of the planet to one that is more kind and open, vulnerable, more loving. Uh, one that's more forgiving, one that's more accepting and understanding of each other and essentially a consciousness that is more one.
0: Mm. Amen.
1: Right. And you're doing it, man, (laughs) bro. And like you are doing it and it's nice always at the end though, to ask guests how they're, you know, put it in their own words. So my man, how do you feel like you are aiding in this sort of a shift in consciousness every day?
0: I think there's a couple parts to this for me. Um, there's some that are immediate. Um, so, I'm doing my best to just carry myself in that love, you know even in the tough situations. and I do fall out of it. you know, I'm not perfect by any means. Um, but also, not just carrying myself a certain way every single day and, and applying practices to to grow and strengthen that love for myself so I can give to others in that sense, but also too, is attaching myself to a consistent purpose to drive that, that changing consciousness through these events. So just pouring myself into studying the human body and the human mind, um, and then the modalities that we can use to shift that consciousness. So when I do get the opportunity to be with people and and to be in person and to have these retreats and that sort of thing, um, I'm more effective at achieving that goal. Um, so it's kind of like a two part. I have what I'm doing right now on a consistent daily basis, um, and just staying sincere and genuine and authentic in all that I do, but also too is is progressively trying to strengthen my understandings um so that I can deliver more impact when the opportunity represents itself. That was the best.
1: What a way to just wrap things up uh, and and the episode. That was so good, man. I just. I couldn't agree just like more literally with that, that you are doing it in your everyday. And I love that, like, you're doing it in your everyday. You're doing these events, but you doing it in your everyday gives you the ability to show up as your higher self or in a better state during those events so that you can serve more and that you can create that impact. And the fact, too, that like your daily, what you do every day ties into how can I serve? How can I help people? How can I support people? How can I help them grow? It's just, uh, it is incredibly special. It's something that if, um, you know, more of us just carried ourselves and and thought that way more in in our days, okay, how can I become a better version of myself so I can help other people and serve other people? Like, it's just one of the most beautiful mindsets that I think exists bro. And I'm so happy for you. I'm so grateful for our friendship. Um, I'm just like forever grateful for what you're doing, man, and the impact that you're making for real.
0: And I can say the exact same thing about you, my friend. Um, and you created a container today and I'm very appreciative of, of that. Um, and also too, just how you conduct yourself and you walk through these conversations and, and you show up vulnerable and, and consistent for your audience and everyone to be your audience um, so I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and, and just deep dive into different conversations about love and life. And it was really enjoyable, really enjoyable. And I'm glad we got to do it today. So thank you for that. Of course, man. Me too.
1: That was beautiful. Thank you for just saying that. Uh, yeah, It's my heart. It feels amazing. Everybody love you so much. Thank you for taking the time to sit here with me and Mikey and hang out and listen and be a part of this conversation. Again, if you feel like events like this are calling to you in any way, if it's something you've thought about recently and now, boom, you're listening to this, this is literally the sign. Like, this is is it. So reach out to Mikey, check out Ace, ask him any questions that you need. The reason why, like, talking about this is so great because, again, it's not only giving love to you, it's giving love to these people listening. Like, everyone listening, like, This is going to help you. This is for the betterment of you Mm -hmm. and your best self and your growth. And so many times that really the fear gets in the way, the unknown will stop us. And this is, again, is that sign to be excited about the unknown. Be like thrilled because in that unknown, you have the opportunity to experience something greater than you've ever imagined or you've ever experienced before. Yes. Dude, everybody, love you again so much. Thank you for being here at Mikey Bud. I love you, man. I cannot wait to talk to you again soon and then to join in this experience with you in January.
0: Well, I love you too, brother. And I love all of you. And I appreciate the time and and hope that this impacted you in, in a good way.
1: Amazing. Everybody, go live life. Love you so much. And we'll see you next week. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please like follow, share, subscribe, whatever you can do to help share this with the world. We put a lot of energy, effort, and time into creating this beautiful podcast with these incredible guests to help bring more awareness to the love that exists all around us. So if you can help spread some love, we'd really appreciate it. Love you.